Hey. Yeah, you. Psst. You want to know a little secret? Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make money. Let me explain. It's free. And you're like, really? This is too good to be true. No, no, no. Let me tell you. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you're like, what? Emma, you're, you're, you're lying. No, no, no. Let me let me tell you. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you like they do for me on Spotify, Apple, and many more like Google and all kinds of ways. You still not sold yet? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means like... If no one listens to you, you still make money. It's everything you need to make in a podcast in one place. You know, like, in one place. You could be driving to the store. Well, hopefully you're not doing it while you're driving. Just think of something and you can make one, make a podcast of it. But that being said, why don't you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, download that Anchor app in the App Store or the Google Play Store or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the Checker Flag Show with your host, Emmett Crow. Well, hello everybody. Welcome. It's a great Monday night. And that means it's time for another episode of the Checker Flag Show. Oh my gosh, have we got some stories to talk about? Have we got a lot to talk about? Um, but we've got a special guest coming on tonight. Uh, we got, uh, he drives the number 04 truck in the Camping World Truck Series. Uh, Mr. Corey Roper will be joining us uh, on here later in the show. But first off, we did it. We finally did it. We are in victory lane as a state in the Cup Series. Christopher Bell pulled it off. Unbelievable. I was watching it with my buddies over at their house. And when he just kept, he just kept coming down Lugano, just dip, 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 dip. And he finally got to Lugano and got past him and rode into victory lane. But, I mean, we got so much to talk about. Uh, as Corey will talk about what it's like to go on that road course and what it's like to drive on it. And uh, what that last, uh, what that last lap at Daytona, that last restart was like. Uh, coming so close to winning that first race. But, uh... Yeah, well, have y'all looked outside? That's right, it is cleared off. We are snow-free. 
There is no more snow. The snowpocalypse is over. Snowmageddon, whatever you want to call it. It is over. And we are back to sunny days. And it will be spring before too long. First up, got some announcements this weekend. I believe. Well, let's look. Oh, wrong one, wrong one. Let's look and see. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Yes, February 26th to the 27th. It's the Lone Star Cart Nationals right here at the J.S. Bridwell Ag Center. Uh, you win first prize, you get $1,000 for the 500s and open class. Uh, they're going to have the Hot Wheels, the two, the Young Guns, Junior 1s, Junior 2s, Junior 3s, Pro 9 Wing, oh, that's the open class, 125 Outlaws, 250 Outlaws, Junior Sprints, Pro Flat, Rear, rear Wheel, never seen those before. They're going to have the Open Outlaws 35 and up in that class. Pro Open Outlaw, Mod Outlaw, Adult Cage Predator, Lubbock Vintage Class, Pro Flat Clone Heavy, Pro Flat Clone Heavy Plus, sponsored by Mike's Towing Service. And again, it is at the Impact JS Bridwell Ag Center. I believe I got prices for y'all. I want to say it is. Yes, the mission is only $10 for adults. It'll be on. It'll start at Friday night at 5 o'clock. It's only $10 for adults, 5 for kids, military and first responders. Also get that discount. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty interesting. Um. Of course, they had the Red River Showdown earlier back in, when was that? They had the Red River Showdown not too long ago. Um, Race on Texas, Mr. Cody Wooten will be out there shooting video. And I miss, I think uh, Colton Kenny will be doing a pit walk. Uh, so, yeah, be pretty interesting. But, yeah, with that being said, um... Let's see what else we got coming up. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, on Race on Texas, they got live streaming this weekend. Friday and Saturday is going to be at RPM. Uh, Saturday at 1 is LBS Speedway, and Saturday at 6 p.m. is I-37. Three great races. Get out and support your local track. If you can't make it out, support them by purchasing a Speed Pass membership. Speed Pass allows you to watch every lap. 50% off the membership goes back to the track you select. So that's a really good way, uh, to give back to these tracks. Uh, Devil's Bowl, uh... March 12th through the 13th is having their uh, Texas 305 race, race, race saver, race saver sprint nationals. Um, I-37, February 27th. That is this Friday. 
Is that this Friday? No, that's this Saturday. Practice is Friday, but they're having the Frostbuster. They're going to have IMC mods, limited mods, factory stocks, sports compacts, beam factory stocks, and they also have carts. Hmm. All right, so the long, so it's the USMTS Texas Spring Nationals, February 26th through the 27th. Friday, they'll have the UMTS Modifieds plus the USRA Limited Modifieds plus the Tuners. Uh, general admission $25, juniors 12 to 16, and seniors 62 and over $20. Kids 6 to 11 are $10. Five and under are free, and this is going on at RPM uh, Speedway in Crandall, Texas. $10,000 to win each night. Saturday, February 27th, they're going to have the UMTS Modifieds plus USRA Limited Modifieds, B-Mods, Sunoco, USRA Factory Stocks, USRA Tuners, and Eco Mods. General admission is going to be $25. Juniors 12 to 6. Juniors 12 and 16. And seniors 62 and over. Again, $20. Kids 6 to 11 are only $10. And 500 to get in free. So if you're in the Crandall area or if you're in that area, uh, get on over and go watch some great racing, great modified racing at RPM Raceway. All right. With that being said, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. With Mr. Corey Roper. All right, well, joining us now is Mr. Corey Roper, driver of the number 04 truck in the Camping World Truck Series. Thanks for coming on tonight, man. Yeah, man, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, uh, of course, I mean, coming off a, of, I mean, we're going to be talking about what happened a couple weeks ago at Daytona. Man. I thought you had it on that last lap. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was pretty exciting. Wasn't it there for, <laughs> for a lap or half a lap anyway? But, uh, uh, no, I mean, what a hell of an experience to be able to, uh, to uh, be in that situation. And and from our little team trying to build it from scratch to, to get that opportunity and, you know, Missing it by a hundred feet still. What a what a fantastic opportunity that was and something I'll remember for a long time. Yeah. That, that was again crazy. Uh I didn't get to see your interview though because I was trying to I was waiting for it. I guess Jordan Anderson took a little too much time, you know, with that interview, but uh uh Yeah man, uh so you're from you're originally from Vernon. Yeah. Right? Just right down the road from you. Yeah, just right down the road. The Lions. <laughs> um, say it again. I said the Lion Territory. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Running Lion. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it, it, uh, you know, to, to get to this level has just been, just been something that me and my family has worked on and worked for for a long time. And. And uh, I know he was asking, you know, some questions, saying kind of how I got going. And this, you want me to kind of tell you how all that happened and how we ended up where we are? Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah, just tell us. Just you have the floor. Just whatever, whatever you want to say. Uh, it doesn't matter how long or anything. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> so you know, we, my brothers and I, we're we're fabricators and. And, you know, grew up in cotton gins and working, you know, building uh, 
uh, plants and cotton gins and things like that. So my dad just taught us how to how to work on cars, and he raced up there at, at which are at Alta Speedway, and and you know, so not too far from y'all, and and just you know, we fell in love with racing, and it's something that's kept me and my family together for for a long time, and and you know, no matter if we're spread out all over the state of Texas and how big that thing is. It seems like on race weekends, we all came together and, and was racing somewhere, whether it be, you know, Houston or, or San Antonio or Corpus or Austin or, you know, uh, Red River right there. We, we, you know, ran Red River most of our, our young childhood lives and out to Speedway. And that's just what we did, right? We raced cars, we raced and, Oh, about 13, 14 years ago, I got transferred down to the Houston area and, uh, you know, for a company that I worked for for a long time. And then we ended up, you know, I kind of stepped out and opened my own, own business to basically build power plants, refineries, air separation plants, things like that. And, and you know, the industrial business. Uh-huh. We had a little bit of success and was able to, to do some more late model racing, not near as much as we wanted to, just because we were trying to build a business. But, uh, you know, about three or four years ago, um, another Texas guy, Bailey Curry, we were running, I don't remember if it was Altus, I mean, uh, uh, Houston or Austin there at the Kyle track. But, uh, anyway, I ended up winning the race. He finished second. Didn't know him really that well, but, but the kid just had my respect. He could just, you could not out-qualify him. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, care what kind of weekend it was, that kid was going to sit on the pole. He was just a heck of a race car driver. I uh, won a lot of races. I just happened to to get him that night, and, and we were in tech, and and uh, it's kind of frustrating because, you know, these were, I think it was a pro race, so, you know, they were tearing motors down whenever they were sealed mcgonagall engine you know it just didn't make any sense so i was a little frustrated uh-huh. tearing the engines down and walked out there and leaned up against the truck and another guy was leaning beside me and it just happened to be bailey's dad and he was as frustrated as i was because they were tearing motors down that are sealed but you know it's just it was what they were doing and right. and uh you know i knew the kid had a truck a chance to go on a truck ride and you know i just basically said congratulations for for getting the opportunity to go nascar truck racing and and uh, just kind of looked at me and said the deal was kind of falling through and and um, they wasn't going to be able to go. And it's for the last three races of the 2017 season. So they were going to run Martinsville, then I think they were going to Phoenix, and then back to Homestead, right? So the last three races of the 2017 season. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I kind of sitting there looking at him, and, you know, the kid was 20 years old at the time, and I said, you know, kid, and... and I kind of asked him, I was like, well, how much, how much are you talking about? And he told me, and I was 21 time, you know, once and always dreamed of being at this level, you know, most of my life. And, and I just kind of looked back over and said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. You know, let's go. And helped him get into Martinsville and Phoenix and, and Miami. And when we got to Martinsville, uh, I was just walking up and down the pit road. And, I mean, first time I ever got to be on pit road that close to those trucks you know or anything like that it's just right to get to that that section of the racetrack it's not something you can just just walk down to so uh and, and having to run into some guys from brad keselowski and i heard about the ilmore engine coming out and mm-hmm. and how i think that was going to help with the with the uh cost of these of running the truck series and 
at the same time. Brad Keselowski was was uh, you know shutting his team down, and and that just kind of started conversations. And next thing you know, I bought a truck, and then I ended up buying three <laughs> trucks, and then and then the next thing you know, I ended up buying every damn thing he had. So we had uh, so now I think we got eighteen trucks now. But uh, so we brought them all to Houston and started you know basically building a shop around it and, and now we've got about twenty five thousand square feet of race shop and you know we just finished our we're building our own chassis our front clips and rear clips now we're you know we'll eventually get to where we're building our own center sections but now we're clipping them we mount our own bodies i just finished the chassis dyno and you know it's been a been a hectic three years but you know i had the opportunity to get into this and and uh that's that's how we got started and and you know, started out as running a couple of races a year, and, and me and my brothers and family and friends go go play and you know run at the NASCAR level and see what we can do. And then now it's turned into a you know full flesh race team. So I mean, blessed blessed to be able to to do that. And we're starting to get a lot of uh, you know good help, great partnerships like CarQuest and mm-hmm. you know, CarQuest Auto Parts, Lines Aviation. Uh, you know, Tagnet, Advanced Auto Parts. I mean, we just got some great partners there that that you know we're gonna we're gonna build this team together and hopefully be able to run run more like we did at Daytona and and uh, you know that's that's it all starts kind of small but anybody out there listening you know just keep dreaming right and take opportunities when they come never know where it turns out. Yeah, you talking about cotton. Uh... I'm actually from Chattanooga, Oklahoma, so I know all about that cotton. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, they threw you for don't miss, don't miss trailers with that. <laughs> yeah, trailers. yeah. I uh, I used to, I used well, I used to tarp modules and stuff for for, for a couple farmers, um, but uh, yeah, they kind of threw you for a loop this year, going to the ro- the road course, the second race of the season. You know they did, and I was actually looking forward to it. Last year they kind of threw us a, a curveball, and I've never been on a road course in my life. And, and last year lining up at Daytona, where the Rolex was, uh-huh. you know, just—I mean, I did end up going to Rolex that year, so I knew the the layout of the track pretty well. But getting thrown in my first road course and never making a lap and just going green diving off into turn one. I don't know everybody who, who's probably watched or listened to this has watched that that turn going in turn one. It is uh, it's, it's something else. <laughs> I didn't trust stuff on the back and stuff else. But, you know, it, it was it was pretty nerve-wracking last year when we ran that race the first time. But but uh, we actually had our feet under us. We, we, I think, drove all the way up to I don't, I don't know what it was, seventh, eighth last year, and, and was doing pretty well. And about seven, eight to go, I think I got got tied up in a wreck uh, going through the bus stop, and pretty much just just destroyed that truck. We had to reclip it and everything, but the rear got back to the tires down there. But uh, but I actually had a lot of fun gaining. I mean, I was gaining almost a second a lap uh, every time I made a. Oh yeah. Made a, uh, run that thing i mean we were flying and and i mean at one time i think we were in the top seven as far as speed goes last year and then this year so i was looking forward to it i i 
I really thought I, I had a lot of fun. It was hot though last year. Remember, I don't know if you knew this, but I had nine or six, nine or ten of these <laughs> these truck drivers and young guys going to the hospital and spend over spend nights in the hospitals. It was so hot. I remember that. It was it was crazy. Uh, yeah, that, that was crazy, but. I had a lot of fun, and I crawled out of there. And, and you know, I'm not I'm not a young guy compared to, to most out there. But I kind of got out and looked, and everybody's like, "Man, what? what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was hot. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I wasn't falling out, you know. So, <laughs> right. right. Shook my head at that, and then this year I was really looking forward to it. And of course, it rained, and and uh, I'm gonna tell you that is a different world. And, being my second time to ever be on a road course, first time ever on those rain tires and that type of tire period, uh, that kind of racing there is something something else. It's it's something I hope we don't have to do very often, but uh, <laughs> we was able to we was able to put whenever the track started drying out, we strapped some slicks on that thing, and I think we drove from back in the thirty second, thirty fourth spot, and uh, we put those slicks on. We started moving forward. And, yeah, as far as thirteenth, and if they didn't, if they didn't have that last uh, green white checkered, I think we'd have a 13-14 finish. But uh, but man, I was really excited about the last restart. We we were gaining a lot going into one. I was struggling in turn three, turn five, turn six. I couldn't get off of that green. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Mexican, I was good getting in, or the bus stop, I was bad getting out. Um, I actually took a pretty old motor there, and I, I think I was, I was, uh, it just really wasn't the healthiest thing in the world. And then, and then the front chicane, I mean, we were pretty quick through the front, the front chicane. So I was excited about those three laps, and, and, and hopefully we could have gained some more spots. But I, I really don't know. We're still on the way back. I actually just pulled over the, the bus and, and to jump on this call, but, uh, we're on our way back from Daytona now. and I'm not really sure what what happened with that thing. We're going to tear it down pretty good. We we probably had a a, a mat flat, uh, float in the fuel cell or something that that caused that. But uh, yeah, we we went to take that that last green white checkered and, and that thing just sputtered and never would catch up. And yeah. Fuel pressure dropped down to about twenty and I mean just what a disappointment because I was I was sure hoping to be able to get CarQuest uh, a good finish there and move mm-hmm. into Vegas with some momentum, but. But now that's racing. You have you have uh, more more bad days than you do good days in racing. But you know days like Daytona make you keep going back, right? Right. So y'all ain't running at Homestead this week. No, they took that off for schedule. And that's and weird. It's kind of a shame. Yeah, they they moved us, so we're off this coming weekend, and then we go to Vegas, and then I believe we're off a weekend and back to Atlanta. So oh god, uh, Homestead, Homestead got kicked, but you know it's. Uh, with with the truck series, I mean, you know, the schedule that we do have is, is still pretty tough, especially with the fundings and the, and the uh, people that we have. So any break we get, we really we really need them just to be able to be prepared. And those two or three week weekends in a row is really hard on our team. And, oh, I bet. Uh, you know, so because I mean, my brothers and friends and brother-in-law, and, you know, I mean, they they still do this at night. We build these trucks at night after work and. Uh-huh. And you know this isn't this isn't like we've got a lot of paid employees in the shop building race cars. So uh, so any any time we have a lull, it's it's actually better for us. And these turnarounds are, are pretty hard on us, you know, because the hard went to Daytona with uh, 
with a super speedway trucks because mm-hmm. we did practice you didn't have to qualify so you got to take two trucks so we had two complete super speedway trucks ready to go hauler turns turns around goes home picks up the road course truck because since we're not practicing we only had one of those so we brought one truck back and then the, the hauler got into a wreck on the way here and that, that kind oh, of dang. so did yeah disappointing i mean we've got a extremely nice nice hauler and very proud of it and uh the guys canceled the flights jumped in a rental car drove up to louisiana the night before the race and rebuilt the side of that thing so we could um you know basically get it to the track without, mm-hmm. without water getting in there ruined everything and then drove on in there and we raced and you know so weekends like that especially when they're you know, 900 miles from our shop is, is right. 128 miles. Exactly. pretty tough on us. But, uh, so I like those great one week on, one week off. Yeah. But, you know, NASCAR, NASCAR don't ask us, and they don't wait on us. So we, we got to run by their schedule. Right. You're talking about Bailey. He ran, he's up in the Xfinity now, isn't he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's running for Mike Harmon. Um, yeah, he, I spent some time with him this weekend cheered him on he was doing really good actually finished uh, i think seventh or eighth in stage one and uh, had a good run going and he has a brake issue so um hate to see that for him and yeah worked so hard to, to to come up with these rides and and you know i'm pretty happy for him that he's got to that level and hopefully we'll be uh be able to help him with his career further and, and yeah because he's a heck of a race car driver yeah, uh, I forgot who was from Texas, but um, I'll tell you who surprised me. Of course, I know it was his grandson, but Ty Gibbs, wow. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? Good I mean, Lord. What a fantastic run for that kid. And I've watched him in the Arca Series for a long time. And, yeah. You know, I mean, you can, you can sit there and say he's got the best equipment, and of course he does. You know, he absolutely does, but... That kid did one fantastic, phenomenal job at that race car. Um, you can have, you can have all, the, all the best equipment in the world, somebody still pushing the pedal and shifting gears, and he did one fantastic job, didn't he? Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Sunday I was happy, you know, being from Oklahoma. The Oklahoma kid got her done, put us in victory lane for the first time. Uh, first first driver from Oklahoma to win in the Cup Series, which that was pretty cool. Um, yep, he's a yeah, so uh, did y'all roll, back in the day, did y'all just run asphalt, or did y'all run any dirt, or? No, I, uh, I actually, the first race car I ever built was, was for Altus, I mean, it was, uh, okay. know, Ford Pinto, Ford Pinto, and went over there and pulled <laughs> up, and Jerry Spiller was running that track, or, I mean, uh, uh, Jerry was running that track, not Spiller, but, um, he was running that track at the time, and and uh he, we, i was just too young i think i was 13 14 years <laughs> old and, um back then they wouldn't let us run on that that uh that young so anyway we turned around drove down there to martha speedway kicked the windshield out of that car that night and <laughs> i went dirt racing so uh, i did that i did that my first year and then next next uh year uh jerry came over and said i can you know, my dad signed a waiver. I can run asphalt, mm-hmm. so I've been on asphalt, never looked back. 
which is kind of crazy. Now we got two on the schedule, right? So, I know you got Knoxville and you got Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> Those that. <laughs> That's gonna be pretty crazy, man. but you know, I mean, I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, Bristol, Bristol's just fantastic anyway, and you know, to put down there, I think that's that's gonna be pretty cool and be able to show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're going to Knoxville too instead of Eldora. Yeah, I mean, I wish Eldora was still on the on the schedule. Um, you know, it's a shame, but but. Uh, you know, just you know, Tony Stewart does a lot of racing up there in Oklahoma, and mm-hmm. and you know, just uh, to be able to go to one of his tracks would be pretty cool. So, uh, looking, you know, maybe we'll go back there one day. But uh, maybe Ben will put it back on the schedule. <laughs> is he still the? Is old Ben Kennedy? Is he still the? Was it vice president of competition or? Yeah, Ben Kennedy. Oh, I think we're... Are you there? Uh, I think we're... Let's see if we can get... Uh, a little bit. Let's see if we can get... See if we can... Are you there? Yeah, I think we lost him. I can hear you tonight. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can. I can hear you now. There you go. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> well, we're we're kind of in the middle of nowhere in Florida here, so I don't have a badger set. Uh, I didn't know. I I didn't know y'all were still on y'all's way back from Daytona. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear you. Yeah, it's a long drive. We had a little issue with the motor home this morning, so we got a little late start. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, I hope so. I'm not really sure. So yeah, it's a long drive. We had a little issue. Yeah, we're almost to Pensacola. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, there we go. All right. But yeah, Ben, he's y'all's head of, is he the head of competition for y'all? Yeah, I'm not really sure um, what he what his role is anymore. Um, like I said, I'd be speaking out of turn if I answered that, because I'm really not sure what he's doing now. Right. It's just crazy, dude, one Bristol, and then next thing you know, he's the vice president of competition. I mean... He's up yeah, there. It's yeah. crazy. Well, and he was last year. Like I said, I, I think he's still doing the same thing. But, you know, with the COVID thing and us not having our, our uh, live or, you know, in-person driver's meetings, uh, you know, it's a little bit difficult to keep up with the role changes that NASCAR has got. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just, just being virtual now. Like, you just don't get to see – you just don't get the, the face-to-face time with those guys. Uh-huh. So I'm just not really sure what the what – the, schedule is and everything else now but yeah so are y'all uh are y'all changing anything next year of course you know the cup is and i think the xfinity is are y'all gonna go like to a next gen gen truck or uh 
Uh, they've kicked around the last couple of years of doing something different with the bodies, like maybe doing some um, uh, composite bodies on the trucks and mm-hmm. things like that, and kind of making making some of the frame rails and and things more standard. Because uh, right now we're moving those things around so much, and we're raising and lowering right side, left side frame rails, mm-hmm. and, and doing a lot to them, depending on what track you're going to. And, and the bodies are all handmade, and we're still building these things with brakes and English wheels, and, and uh, you know, which is very cool. Before we were able to do that in our shop, I was kind of looking forward to the, the composite body, and now I'm really not. You know? Yeah. Uh, and there's some advantage to having, just some disadvantages to having the composite body, but uh, but there's some rumors coming down the down the pipe that that that'll probably happen in the truck series before you know it. I I just hope they don't do away with the truck series because I'll tell you, the truck series is probably my favorite. I mean, even back in the day, like when uh, Todd Bodine and all them guys still raced and all of that stuff, yeah, I still love the truck series because you get to see the people up and coming. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Haley Deegan. I mean, that, that girl, you get to see her race, you know, and of course she does a great, she does a pretty good job. She's, she's, I mean, I raced around with her a lot on that road course, and I mean, she's fantastic, man. She can wield that car, and, and uh, I, was, I was pretty proud of her. We, we door banged a little bit. <laughs> I didn't get into each other coming around Daytona three and four, and uh-huh. I had to spot. You didn't want to give it up, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, you know, but, but it was good racing. I mean, I, I followed her. She can drive that race car, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do, and she's in really good equipment, so. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I think she's going to be fantastic and, and, uh, you know, hell, I hope her, I hope she has a lot of success in the series and, and it looks like she will. So yeah, that's where we're at. Looking forward to, to it and, you know, she's great for the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I, I really think she ain't going to be like Danica. I, I really don't. I really think she's going to get up there and do something when she gets up to cut. Uh, she, she, uh, you know, even Danica, she has some hard hits, and right. she can drive them cars, too. She just, uh... Right, know, right. I, 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 I was sitting there watching these things for, for years, how, how easy these things would be to drive, and I'm going to tell you what, it don't matter if you're at Martinsville or you're at Daytona, from the smallest to the biggest, these, these trucks are, uh, they're not like driving a late model. They're extremely heavy, the brakes are too small, uh, you know, these things are the air moving them around. Um, I mean, they're they are pretty difficult to to stay on top of, and and all them girls. I mean, I've raced around even Haley Deegan, and I mean, I, well, Haley Deegan and Cobb, and, and, and uh, yeah, you know, Jennifer Joe Cobb, and and all these these ladies that make this level, they can they can drive these race cars. Mm-hmm. And my mom's not the best equipment, but right. uh, but I tell you what, they, they sure try to get everything they can out of what they got, and and you know my hat off to them just to just to be able to get used to the speeds, and that's probably what took me was the hardest for me to get used to driving these. Is you know people don't realize how how fast you know 200 miles an hour is, and and um, you know to be able to to get in there and handle them things and the trucks in front of you taking the air off and everything be fine and all of a sudden you lose the nose on these things you go for a ride and 
know, or even the side force. If, if somebody gets close to that, you know, right rear spooler and you lose that side force to catch one of these things at 189 mile an hour is, is, uh, it's a very uneasy feeling when you're in the truck and you, you got to stay way ahead of it with the tire compound that we run. And, uh-huh. and I mean, those, girls, those girls do okay. I mean, I know they get a lot of, a lot of slack about, you know, not, not finishing, you know, where they should, especially whenever there are some good equipment. But what they're doing is not the easiest thing in the world, you know. Right, so, right. I had, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, even Natalie Decker, of course, she moved up this year, I think, uh, to the extended yeah, series. In, yeah, she run six or seven races in the Xfinity Series, and yeah, she had some issues early on on uh, Friday or Saturday. But uh, yeah, she'll she'll run quite a few this year. I think eight or nine of them for for Josh Radium, and and you know she'll she'll be okay. That's how you say. I always wonder how you say that last name because I always thought it was Remy or Rumum. <laughs> yeah, Josh Rumum. Yeah, Rumum Brothers. Yeah. It's probably wrong, but that's how I pronounce it. <laughs> um, so, talking about you, if if the chance came, would you move up to the next level, or? You know, I, my focus is on the trucks. I really, I'm kind of like you. I, I think the truck racing is, is some of the best racing out there. It's you know the, the races are short enough to, to mm-hmm. keep everybody's attention. There's enough action going on in them most of the time to keep everybody's attention and. And I like the schedule, um, you know. So my 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 heart's with the with the truck series, and, and you know, with Marcus uh, promoting the truck series mm-hmm. like he does with uh, Camping World, you know, he just does a fantastic job. I think he loves the trucks, and you know, there's more trucks sold in the United States than there are cars every day, or you know, every year. So. Right. Uh, the truck series, I think, is just fantastic. It's it's I think it's here to stay. And, and I mean, it's got some great promoters behind it, and, and uh, you know, so I'm going to stick with the truck series. And I had an opportunity, a small opportunity, to run the 500 this year, and, and man, I sure wanted to take that opportunity. Oh but man! I a, I, yeah, I got a truck team. And I needed, uh, <laughs> he's all approved through NASCAR, and to, and to not do that, tell you, I tell you what, that was uh, that was pretty tough to to not take that opportunity but but i've got a truck team to worry about and the business side of it and that's my priority and you know hopefully hopefully in the near future i'll be able to strap in 500 and the new car coming out there's actually opportunities where i'll be able to maybe even do that and do it under my own name you know instead of jumping in somebody else's so really um you know you never know what kind of we got a lot of alliances kind of coming down the pipe with with some some teams that could help us with that as well. And and uh, if everything goes well, then we'll be in our own car there in a few years, and maybe we can pull something off and pull something off spectacular. You know, what would it, what kind of trip would that be to be able to win the Daytona 500? Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, anybody can win that race. I mean. Right. Michael McDowell proved that. Uh, just Trevor Bain, everybody. I mean, yeah, Daytona. Golly, it's it's a crapshoot. Who's gonna win the five hundred? It's like you don't yeah, know. Uh, you know, you know, Michael McDowell. He pulled. He backed that thing up with uh, with a good finish there at the at the road Yeah, I think he finished seventh or eighth or something. I mean, that and he's always been a good a good uh, road racer. You know, and, uh-huh. and just such a nut. 
such a nice guy. Everybody in the garage likes him, and and uh, you know, I I was rooting for Brad, and you know, just because me and Brad are, are pretty close, and, and I was actually uh, parked all weekend beside Brad and Kozlowski and all the lot. So uh, you know, I I was rooting for him to win at at the moment, but because he had a heck of a run there, and. and you know, but to see Michael McDowell win it, that was that was pretty good too. I I was uh, happy for the guy. He's been doing this a long time, and oh yeah, and you know to to see him win one, that's that's pretty fantastic. You know, see an underdog do well, and, and you gotta love it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was telling people all week. I said, I said this dude. I said he's not gonna be a one hit wonder in this five hundred. I said. He finished, like, seventh in the clash. I was like, watch out for him in this road race. He's my pick to win the road course. Yeah, he, he was pretty He's pretty quick. You yeah. Know, he's especially after that first lap when he had some, yeah. some mishaps on the lap. He, he fought back and was there. Yeah. Uh, the guy I was surprised was Kurt Busch. I mean, that dude went for a ride the whole time. Golly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, And that's that's just right there goes to show you how hard those road courses are. I mean, Kurt Busch has been doing this as long as anybody. Mm -hmm. And he just, he missed missed that uh, that little bend right there by two inches, and it sends you for a ride. And and on top of that, add water to the track. That shows you how how it is. We're on those road courses just on such edge all the time. Well, then they put that. Well, my friend, I've got a. I've got to get back on the road. We've got some miles to make. I need to get a little closer to the house, and and uh, but I appreciate you having me on. All right, no problem, and uh, good luck at Vegas in a couple weeks, man. I'll be watching. All right, my friend. Appreciate you. All right. Little, All right. Thanks for coming you. on. Absolutely, my friend. All right. Bye. <laughs> Again, we want to thank Mr. Corey Roper taking time out uh, on his way back from Daytona. And that's got to be a trip, let me tell you. Uh, but uh want to wish him and his family safe travels all the way back to Texas. And I'm glad they got to, because I was thinking that they were going to have to go. I was like, golly, they got to go all the way back to Homestead, but I'm glad the truck series get, get, gets a week off, um, and that's good to know, so now we only got the Xfinity and Cup race, but, uh, let's get back to the dirt, um, of course, the local course right here at Monarch Motor Speedway will be having their season opener March 13th, so you're not going to want to miss that, unfortunately, I'll have to miss out, because, uh, if I don't, I think, my fiance, uh, my future wife's gonna be killing me because that's uh, that's the wedding day. So uh, we'll uh, I'm, I try I I I I tried to talk her into going after the wedding, but nah, <laughs> no, nah, she didn't want to. But uh, yeah. Uh, let's see what else um in the world of in the world of racing. Um, it was announced today. Uh, that now Joey Logano will be driving a modified at Bristol, so that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, 
And what a way, I mean, going back to the interview, uh, I always wonder what happened to him. I knew he shut his, I know Brad shut his team down, but I didn't know what happened. But now we know that that's now Corey Roper's team, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, um, going from there to there. Uh, we wish him all the best of luck uh, this season. Um, and we'll be watching every every Friday night. We'll be watching that uh, zero four truck. Um, is it every Friday night? I mean, they the the run on Fridays. I think it's Fridays and Saturdays. So, well, anyways, we'll be watching. Um, and hopefully, listen to this. Maybe you'll become a fan of Corey Roper. Um. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you're wondering why we didn't have an episode last week? Uh, because we were covered, while we were covered in snow, uh, I totally forgot in all of this snowpocalypse, um, about, about doing the show. Uh, we were going to have Chris Golden on there, which we are rescheduling that. Can't wait to hear his story, uh. Kind of a uh, local driver for I think from Oklahoma, um, so yeah, great to have an Oklahoma another Oklahoma boy on here. Um, we uh, and we want to hear your feedback. Um, if you have a driver that you wanna want us to try to get on the show, uh, let us know. Um, you can reach us on Facebook. Um, or you can email us at the checker flag show official at gmail.com. Um, or probably the best way is to message us on Facebook. Um, because it's funny when the email, his wife emailed me and I was like, oh, cause I kept on wondering. I was like, where's the email? Where's the email? And I was like, oh yeah, it's on my checker flag show, but I need to get something where I can keep all my stuff from, from the checker flag show in one folder and then I can keep of course you know we have it's crow time here in crowfoot stairs we are a bye I guess you could say bye because it's two podcasts company um, excuse me man must be getting close to my bedtime but uh yeah, so uh, we have It's Crow Time later on in the week, and then Mondays is it's is the Checker Flag Show, which the Checker Flag Show will be returning to its normal time, which is Mondays. This one will shoot it, and then it will be ready sometime later tonight or tomorrow morning, wherever you want to listen. Which you can find on major platforms, Spotify. I believe we're on Apple now. Woo! We're on Apple. But uh <laughs> Um But yeah, um We're uh we're excited to see what this thing goes. Uh we're only we're already two episodes in and so far so good. So we'll see if it takes off like it's crow time. Um there is, I have been thinking about getting some merch together. Uh, we had some shirt ideas with Mr. Jack Schrader from Fresh Fresh Break Tees in Waco. Um, we had some shirt ideas. 
when we were a Facebook show, but now that we're a podcast, we may get some merch out. You never know. Um, which are really cool looking. Um, of course, the logo that we have, that was the logo that was going to be on the shirt, um, which it's a better logo than I came up with. Um, my logo looks like dog poop compared to the one that he came up with, which I got to thank Jack Schrader for giving me an awesome logo. Um, for creating that, uh, which that is his logo that he made. Um, I'm not going to take credit for it. I mean, that dude does phenomenal job. So if you're in the Waco area, you need some shirts made, uh, hit, hit him up at Fresh Baked Tees on Facebook. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, hmm. We're getting closer and closer to race season for the local guys, which is amazing. Um, also, I mean, the Southern Thog, I can't... There was really nothing really to talk about last week. Um, because the Southern Thaw got canceled. Uh, the dirt track, the race of Texas Dirt, most people at dirt track... <laughs> Got can't got postponed. Everything you know got canceled or postponed. So there was really nothing to talk about. But yeah, we're back, and we're better than ever. Um, of course the dogs are in here with me, just chilling. You know, I think Dolly. I don't know what she does. She's just chilling. Lucy's over there, just sitting in the cowhide chair. But um, yeah. So uh, with that being said. I think we're going to have to say so long, farewell. I don't know how that song goes, but I don't want to say so long, farewell. But, uh, yeah, so catch us again right here on the Checker Flag Show. And like us on Facebook. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't, doesn't matter. Thanks for taking the time out to even listen to it. Even if we kind of rotted your ears, we're sorry. But thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time out uh, with you all support. And I guess the dogs know that it's almost time to go because now they're starting to fight. But anyways, uh, we'll see you all later. See you next Monday. Right here on the Checker Flag Show. Good night, everybody. This has been the Checker Flag Show with Emmy Crow. Tune in next Monday for a brand new episode of the Checker Flag Show. Like us on Facebook at the Checker Flag Show.